a very good day to you. My name is Apostle Timmy Evans, the Senior Pastor of Grace Grand Christian Center, Accra, Ghana. You have come to the hub of spiritual upliftment, where your spirit and your soul will be lifted with undiluted word of God and spirit-filled worship. Continue to listen to enjoy today's episode. to see yet another day. Lord, this is the day you have made. We will rejoice and be glad in it in the precious name of Jesus. We give you all the glory. We declare you are God. Dear Lord, we declare there is no one like you. We declare you are great. You are greater than the greatest. You are mightier than the mightiest. We take all the glory in the mighty name of Jesus. In Jesus' precious name, we have prayed. Now make this declaration with me this morning. Say, in the mighty name of Jesus, I refuse to labor in vain. I refuse to labor in vain. Declare it. In the mighty name of Jesus, I refuse to labor in vain. I will bring forth harvest in everything I lay my hands upon. In the mighty name of Jesus. Say, the labor that fails is not my portion. Every satanic agenda to make me struggle and to frustrate my efforts in life be totally destroyed in the name of Jesus. Satanic agenda to make me struggle and to frustrate my efforts in life be totally destroyed in the mighty name of Jesus declare that every spirit of profitless hard labor, I reject you, I renounce you in my life today. In the precious name of Jesus, I deliver myself from the spirit of slavery. I deliver myself from the spirit of slavery in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Every stubborn demons that has been resisting my prayers, be arrested in the mighty name of Jesus. Lastly, say from now on, my life shall fulfill all the promises of God. My life shall manifest the blessing of God. In Jesus' precious name, we have prayed. For the past few days, this week I have been speaking about structures structure which represents our own role in the manifestation of God's blessings in our life. Our role in the manifestation of God's promises in our life. What is required of us to do. God has his own part and we also have our own part to play. Today, we are reading through the book of Judges, chapter 6, and we are examining the account of Gideon, one important step that God commanded him to take during his time, a step that was very important for his victory over the Midianites. 
we had seen how the Midianite comes into the camp of the Israelite to invade their harvest and steal the produce of their farm away. In the book of Judges chapter 6 from verse 1 to verse 24, we had seen how God called Gideon and appointed him as the one that will effect the deliverance and the victory of the people of God. But God didn't stop there. God didn't stop there. God further gave Gideon some instructions which he must carry out in order for him to manifest the kind of victory that God wanted him to manifest. The first of those steps was for him to destroy the altar of Baal in his father's house. The second of those steps is for him to raise an army. An army of people consecrated unto God. Gideon raised thousands of people. The third step that God required Gideon to take is to test the fear and the tolerance level of his army. After that test, thousands of the people in the army were sent back home because they were not qualified to go to war with him. Because God wanted to fight in the war alongside everybody. He didn't need the multitude. He needed holy people, ready people, consecrated people, determined people. People who are ready to lay down their life for their country. And three of them, 300 of them was chosen by God. So with God, when it comes to the manifestation of our blessings, there are structures that are required of us to set in place. I spoke some time ago about following the process that God set before. This is one of the process. Let's go to the book of Judges chapter 20, chapter 6. Sorry. We are reading from verse 25. And it came to pass the same night that the Lord said unto him, that is Gideon, Take thy father's young bullock, even the second bullock of seven years old, and throw down the altar of Baal that thy father had, and cut down the grove that is by it. I cannot use you while the altars of your father's house are still standing. I cannot use you effectively while the forces of darkness in your family are still standing strong. Why somebody in your family is still offering sacrifices to the same idol I hate so much. I cannot use you. I cannot do anything specific in your life. Why the altar of the devil is still standing in your home. There are many people today who had the opportunity of being selected by God to be used as vessels unto honor, to be used as vessels of glory. And there are altars in their lives that God had even opened their eyes to see that these altars need to be destroyed. 
but they ignored the instruction. They ignored the instruction of God as regards the destruction of the altars. And they kept praying for their deliverance. They kept praying for their victory. They kept praying for the manifestation of God. God will not ignore his principle to please your prayers. Once God has opened your eyes that this is an altar that is destroying your life, the altar of anger, the altar of envy, the altar of jealousy, the altar of bitterness, the altar of unforgiveness, the altar of idolatry, the altar of witchcraft that is destroying your life, delaying the fulfillment of God's promises in your life, the altar of fornication, you are aware that this is the altar that the devil has erected alongside the purpose of God for your life that is hindering the move of God in your life. But it is hard for you to destroy that altar. You bypass the altar that you need to destroy. You are praying for deliverance. You are praying for victory. You are praying for the manifestation of the gift of God. God is not going to bend his rule to answer your prayer. The prayer of a sinner an abomination before God. That's what the Bible says. God instructed Gideon to take the animal, go to the altar of his father's house, tear down the altar. Yes, I want to use you, Gideon. I want to make you an instrument unto honor. And I want to glorify myself in your life. But the first thing you have to do get rid of the idolatry in your family. Put to flight the powers of the enemy in your family. And build an altar unto the Lord. Verse 26. Thy God upon the top of this rock in the ordered place and take the second bullock and offer a burnt sacrifice with the wood of the grove which thou shalt cut down. Then Gideon took ten men of his servants and did as the Lord had said unto him and so it was because he feared his father's household that the men of the city that he could not do it by day that he did it by night it does not matter when he did it whether by day by noon by midnight by midday or by evening by dawn the fact that he did what God commanded him to do. It's very simple. You want God to use you. You want the blessing of God. You want the manifestation of the glory of God. You want deliverance from the hands of the enemy. There are altars that need to be destroyed. There are altars that need to be destroyed. A young lady had a wound at the back of a leg a very big wound the wound refused to heal the wound refused to heal she has been to hospital she has spent a lot of money the wound is not healing and she had money she had crazy money which itself does not know where the money is coming from. Do you know there are people who can actually be initiated into a court, a, a, a ritual court, 
by their parents, by their grandmothers, without they knowing. They just see that they are prospering in, a, in extreme ways. They just see that they are under perpetual poverty. They are carrying some sickness. They are carrying some problems. They don't even know where the thing is coming from. They go to prophets. Some prophets will tell them that they are witch. That they are wizards. They'll be asking themselves, I'm not a witch. I don't go to meetings. I don't see myself flying in the dream. I'm not a witch. But you don't know that you're actually a witch because somebody already dedicated you and gave out your soul. And every night, the, te- the person goes to that meeting. He goes to that meeting on your behalf. You are also attending the meeting without you knowing. So the lady had money. She had no husband. No man want to settle down with her, with her. She wanted to marry. Every guy that dated her, once they discover the wound, they depart. They, it's as if something is chasing them. They leave her. Leave her. Then she started praying she started praying and one day she encountered a man of God and the man of God told her sister this wound in your leg yes we are going to pray we are going to pray for you we are going to do deliverance for you but there is no deliverance that will come to you that will be permanent unless something is done about this wound. And she was like, what can be done about the wound? And the revelation came, the Lord spoke, that this wound, there is a pot under your grandmother's bed. You grew up with your grandmother, yes or no? She said yes. Among your family, who loved you most? He said, a grandmother. Among your family, who who always call call on you every time, call you to check on you? He said, a grandmother. So you can say your grandmother really loved you. He said, yes. I mean, he loves you. Because the grandmother was still alive at the time of the conversation. Don't get me wrong. Every grandmother is not a witch. And every old woman, old man in your family is not a witch or wizard. We have specific people who are giving their old age to the devil to torment the members of their family. So the young lady continued in a conversation and then the question was asked, do you know the source of this wound in your leg? She said she doesn't know, she wants to know. This is a code. This wound is not the real problem. The wound is just a code. In the realms of the spirit, that's something we call code. A code is just something that is meant to be like a decoy. A token. Yes, that's the word. A token of the covenant. Something representing the covenant in the life of that person. Somebody is a thief. He steals. That stealing may not be the real problem. The stealing may just be a token of the covenant. Somebody uh, is mad and is acting funny. Somebody have anger issue, very 
compulsive anger. That anger may not be his problem. The anger may just be a token of the covenant. Today, time will not permit me to go deeper into this. But I pray that one day the Holy Spirit will give me the opportunity to go deeper on these spiritual things. These spiritual things are meant to be discussed one-on-one, face-to-face, so that we can pray together and minister to ourselves. Every problem that you see manifesting in the life of people might not be the real problem. Some of these problems are just tokens. Somebody comes in the night to press you. Somebody comes in the night to mark you. They come to feed you in the night. They come to have sex with you in the night. Those may not be the real problem. Those things may just be a token of the covenant, a sign, a code, something that keeps the covenant alive. As long as that thing happens, it's a sign that you are still part of them. It's a sign that they are still in control of your life. The day that thing stops happening, something bad will happen to somebody. Is it that something bad happens to you or the person who covenanted you? And it's only God that can put a stop to it. So, the lady was asked to go home and asked the grandmother why the wound was placed on a leg. And when the grandmother goes out of the house, she should enter under her bed and break the pot. Mind you, this is what will happen when you proceed with this. All the wealth you have will go away. Your grandmother will die. And you get your destiny back. You get your soul back. And the devil will no longer have dominion over you. And you will come out of that coven. You will no longer be a witch among them. Because right now, you are a witch among them. A blind witch. Who goes to the meetings that does not know that she goes to the meeting. And all the wealth, all the affluence you have is from them. They took God's blessing in your life. Then they routed through their coven to give it to you. The sacrifice is that you are going to lose everything you have. You are going to lose your wealth. The wound will heal. Your grandmother will die. After five years, after five years, God will restore your time. But you are going to suffer for five years. It's not as if somebody told me the story. It's not as if somebody told me the story. I don't want to give credence to myself. All glory be to God. There are some things that God has done in the past, in the life of people, that is terrifying under this ministry. After five years, your life will come back to normal. No amount of deliverance, no amount of church deliverance you do that will set you free until you do that. So is it that you choose to keep the wound in your leg? Then at the age of so so and so, you will go away. You will die. She said no. She wants a life back. She wants to have children. She wants to marry. She doesn't want to 
live a borrowed life. She's willing to go through any pain just for her to be free. That is what it means to destroy altars. So when you are looking for deliverance from the hands of the enemy, there's a reason why I decided to round up this series today with this particular discussion. You are looking for deliverance from the hands of a demon that is operating in your life as a result of a covenant that is made by any member of your family or by your generation. You will lose something. You have to break an altar. You have to destroy something. If you are not willing to destroy that altar, there is no deliverance for you. No amount of prayer. No amount of traveling to mountain will set you free until the altar is destroyed. If Gideon refused to put down the altar of Baal in his father's house, he will go to that battle and he will lose. He will die in the battle and God will raise another person that will bring deliverance for his people. So God has his part that he will, he will play and we also have our role that we are going to play. The Spirit of God is here. And I'm sending deliverance to you. Every covenant, every power, family powers, forces of darkness that are holding you tight with any covenant, they will break their holds over your life in the mighty name of Jesus. A young lady went back home to the village, picked the pot, entered under the bed of the, of the grandma, saw the pot there, carried the pot, broke it. Three days later, the grandmother died. And while she was dying, she was confessing to witchcraft. Before she died, she confessed to witchcraft. And her agony before she died. Why you break the pot? Why you break the pot? Ah, you didn't just kill me. You have destroyed so many things. The woman does not know the girl already knew what will happen. And suddenly, a business begins to collapse. Things begin to go wire for her. She knew it. Everybody was going up and down. We have to pray. We have to pray. But she knew what she went for. Destroy the altar and all the food on the altar and all the benefits on the altar. Until you are ready to destroy the altar with the benefits that comes with it, you can never witness the manifestation of God's glory in your life. Anger is an altar. It comes with the benefit of defense. Until you are able to lose it, you may not be able to witness the move of God in your life. So the lady continued their life. We continue to pray. We continue to pray. At the exact five years on the dot, God is wonderful. And when he speaks, when God speaks, if it was if it is God that speaks. And the pastor, the prophet, hears God very well. And the prophet is specific about the time and the seasons that the miracle will happen. It does come to pass. I've seen it several times. I've seen it several times. I've given date and the thing came to pass because it was God that spoke. It wasn't me. Because God will fulfill his word. When God gives specific date, he will bring it to pass. If God gives you a specific date and it didn't come to pass, then there is something wrong somewhere. Maybe 
you did something wrong or maybe the devil hijacked your blessing at the exact time do you know one mystery is that if within that five years that God gave the lady she backslided and she gave up on God and she no longer served God she will remain like that for the rest of her life because God will not do any deliverance outside of obedience he will not do it at the exact five years on the dot the lady received an original blessing things began to change for her before that five years she had met somebody who loved her they had gotten married see how God now passed through the man who married her was the one who anchored the blessing into her life and their situation changed God is faithful the reason why many of us are still under the oppression of the enemy the reason why many of us are still under the control of the powers of the enemy is because there are altars we refuse to break down maybe because we don't know about the altars that's why after today I want you to go into your closet and begin to pray. Lord, reveal to me the altars behind my problems. Some of you will see things. Some of you will see things. You will see great, you see mighty things that God will reveal to you. Maybe there is something in your root that needs to be destroyed. Maybe there is something your mother knows that you, you need to have knowledge of so that you can pray with it. I've met people where I met a young boy who was having issue with making it. Any business he put his hand on, everything must fold up. Nothing works for him. Nothing works. And we started praying and God said there was a time when he was young. In fact, there was the Lord was specific about the exact age he was when he had that sickness. The Lord spoke. There are times that God will be specific. There are times that he will, not, he will not be specific. This is what happened. At the age of so-so and so, you had this headache problem. You had this problem that made you paralyzed, that you cannot stand up. And your parent took you somewhere. It was in that place that an exchange was done. An altar was raised to exchange your sickness for your prosperity. Your prosperity was taken at the waters. They took him to the, the, the river. Appeased the, the river goddess. The river goddess took his fortunes. His blessings, his glory, his blessings, everything that has to do with good luck and blessings. The river goddess took everything and give him life. More like they don't have power to give life. More like remove the sickness they put there. The devil is so smart. The devil put the sickness there in order for him to gain access to his glory, to his destiny. So that they can exchange that destiny for another person who, who came to the same market. You see, a lot of spiritual things are going on that we don't know. A lot of spiritual transactions are going on we don't know. That's why we need to 
get closer to God. There are many people who go to the rivers every day to beg the river goddess, to beg the marine kingdom for money, for good luck, for fame. The devil does not give anything. Whatever they give, they take it from someone else and exchange it for other things in the life of those people. When somebody goes to the river to go and beg for money, they tell them they should sacrifice somebody who is dead to them. They will kill that person, collect the money. And it's just transaction that is going on. There are a lot of transactions that is going on about the life of people. People that have altar issues. Your family are involved in witchcraft, in idolatry. And it has not come to a point in your life that you can't even move forward. The idols are disturbing you. The idols are worrying you. They are oppressing you. They are fighting you every night. And you want to be free. You are praying. You are fasting. It seems God is not answering you. You know why? Because there are altars. There are altars that need to be destroyed. There are altars that need to break. And you got to discover those altars. And you need to know how to break them. So that's the prayer I'm telling you to pray today. Father, if there is any hidden secret about my life that I'm yet to know, open them to me and show me the way how to break down all these demonic altars. We have our role to play and God will play his own part. I send deliverance to you and your household that any altar that is holding you holding you down, holding you up, holding you in the middle, burying you underground, I command those altars to be broken in the mighty name of Jesus. May the mercy of God speak over you and let the mercy of God be over this message and let it transform life. Bring deliverance and revelations to people. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. Amen. Thanks for listening to today's message. Please share with your family and friends. Follow me on Instagram at at underscore Evans. I'm also on TikTok at at underscore Evans. I'm on YouTube at at Evans Missions. See you in the next episode.